Well, welcome to another Friday, everyone. I wish you all a very pleasant weekend. And I'm hoping you find time to do something enjoyable uh, during these next couple of days. Now, I know that yesterday's reading was a bit on the long side, so I'm going to try and keep it brief today. Well, I can hear the laughter coming from all directions right now, but I'm going to try. Anyway, we are reading from Micah chapter 3, verses 5 to 12. And just a little bit about this short book or prophecy of Micah, written by him, written to warn God's people of the coming judgment and to offer pardon to all who repent. Micah emphasised the need for justice and peace. So here's chapter 3, verses 5 to 12. The leaders and prophets are rebuked. This is what the Lord says. As for the prophets who lead my people astray, they proclaim peace if they have something to eat, but prepare to wage war against anyone who refuses to feed them. Therefore night will come over you without visions and darkness without divination. The sun will set for the prophets and the day will go dark for them. The seers will be ashamed and the diviners disgraced. They will all cover their faces because there is no answer from God. But as for me, I am filled with power, with the spirit of the Lord and with justice and might to declare to Jacob his transgression, to Israel his sin. Hear this, you leaders of Jacob, you rulers of Israel, who despise justice and distort all that is right, who build Zion with bloodshed and Jerusalem with wickedness. Her leaders judge for a bribe, her priests teach for a price, and her prophets tell fortunes for money. Yet they look for the Lord's support and say, Is not the Lord among us? No disaster will come upon us. Therefore, because of you, Zion will be ploughed like a field. Jerusalem will become a heap of rubble, the temple hill, a mound overgrown with thickets. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now today, Deceita has entitled her reflection, The Gospel is Not for Sale. Micah championed the cause of the underprivileged. He spoke out against injustice and greed. Micah's words are particularly aimed at leaders treating the poor unjustly. Prophets should have the poor at heart, yet in this text the poor are being even more marginalised by the fake news these prophets peddle. A few years ago, I worked temporarily for a Christian TV station. I was struck by one person in particular who vowed to give a whole month's wages to one of the campaigns that was running. Although this could be seen as sacrificial giving, I was very uncomfortable as she was saying that she did not have the money but would give it so God would bless her. I decided to leave the job after this as I did not feel God's will was for the poor to give everything they had to those richer than themselves or to get a greater blessing. These campaigns, I believe, 
disproportionately affect the poor. Indeed, some people preach that if you don't have enough to live on, it's because you're not giving enough or your faith is weak. The sad thing about it is that some of these leaders are living a great, rich life, whilst their givers cannot find the next meal. As in the days of the prophets, some preachers today seem to preach for a cost. They will not preach unless the people pay to enter a meeting or give money for a blessing. However, Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. The gospel is not for sale. Well, amen, sister, to that. I, you know, I've always felt, you know, in my experience over the years, even before I was um, in the ordained ministry, I was always uh, struck by, um, when people would go to gatherings and it's like, oh, well, you have to pay to go for healing and this, that and the other. From my point of view, if you have a gift or a healing ministry, if you have any gift that is from God, you don't take money for it. You don't ask for money. If people want to gift it to the church or whatever, fine. But you do not give a price for doing God's work. It can't happen. Because, as it says, freely you have received, freely give. And when you watch some of the um, evangelists, and particularly particularly in other parts of the world, where it is, you know, so much, you know, send us this money and we'll pray for you and you will be healed. And if you're not healed, you didn't have enough faith. No, no, no. What the gifts that God gives us, are to be given freely to others. Freely. And I've gone off, off my uh, script again, but I just wanted to, to say that. And here's what it says in the, in the study Bible. Micah warned the leaders, priests and prophets of his day to avoid bribes. Spiritual leaders today accept bribes when they allow those who contribute large offerings to control the church. When fear of losing money or members influences pastors to remain silent when they should speak the truth, their churches are in danger. We should remember that Judah was finally destroyed because of the behaviour of its religious leaders. A similar warning must be directed at those who have money. Never use your resources to influence or manipulate God's ministers. That is bribery. There it is. There it is. God calls us to give freely what we have. Now, her thought for the day is, what can you do to help those who are living in poverty in your area? Can a free event be arranged to help them? Well, I know that we at uh, Christchurch have uh, tried to think of ways that we can offer things for free uh, in the community. A few years ago, during the summer holidays, we had a, uh, an event where um, the, they could, uh, children and parents could come in and, and cook something and, have, um, uh, and, and be able to take away vegetables and uh, you know, healthy 
um, produce uh, with them for free. That was uh, really nice. We've got our vegetable garden, vegetable and fruit garden around the side uh, of church now. Again, um, when it's harvested, that can be take, given away for free. Um, and, you know, we've got one or two ideas in the pipeline uh, that we've perhaps touched on at PCC. We're always looking for ways in which we can help to serve the community. We don't have much but we want to share what we've got in a way that doesn't put us in a in a position of of uh, poverty, but also um, that we can freely give, and um, the the stuff that we have around that we have grown um, can be shared, and that's wonderful that we can do that. But there's probably lots of other ways we can do that. What can we do? to help those who are living in poverty in our area. I know some of us give towards the work of food banks and all that kind of stuff. That is helping, you know, if we can do things like that. So um, perhaps you can think of other things that might be possible. Let us pray. Gracious God, I pray for the people in poverty. As you freely gave your life for us, May we freely give our lives for them. Amen. Lord, in these times when there are many living in poverty, help us always to be sensitive to the needs of others and more aware of the fact that there are people we might come across who are living on the breadline. Thank you for the work of food banks and many advice centres and, and money advice centres run by many churches as well as other organisations and, and charities. We pray that through generous giving of those who have, the poor and needy may be fed and looked after. May we never be a church or Christian people who use money as a tool to make others feel guilty or inadequate. May we all find ways of being generous, not only with money, but in our time and our gifts and skills and talents. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In our parish prayer list today, we are praying for the Mother's Union. Now, the Mother's Union are an organisation, a Christian organisation, born out of the Church of England, um, that supports marriage and all family life. And they do so much in the communities that they serve. And I've got this booklet here, Dear Lord, a new collection of prayers and poems from Mother's Union members across the world. And uh, at the beginning, there's a prayer for each day of the week. Friday is for food. God does work in mysterious ways. The world has more than enough food to feed every man, woman and child and with surplus. Yet thousands will eat no food today and millions will eat no food this week. Lord, we pray that nations will strive to eliminate starvation and that as individuals we will neither be greedy nor wasteful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And towards the end of this book, there are some um, uh, poems. And uh, 
on page 65, there is a poem called Good Companions. This is one of the things that we can give away for free that costs nothing but can make a great difference. This poem is written by Mrs Winifred Myers, an indoor member of Sorby Bridge Mothers Union, United Kingdom. And here is the poem. A good companion talks or listens, sensing which to do and when, giving counsel when requested, or a warning now and then, saying yes or no when needed, never varnishing the facts, and then standing by supporting with unstinting, kindly acts. Even when you're low or grumpy, so headed as a bear, or too depressed to bother, feeling nobody can care. It is then a good companion, is a blessing and support, who will rally to assist you when your confidence is short. Loneliness will be our burden if we kindliness disdain, lives together intertwining, having so much to give and gain. So our lives are worth the living, When we find such treasured friends, good companions are worth seeking all the way till journey ends. Thank you, Winnie. We, uh, what a wonderful lady. And uh, we do remember Winnie in our prayers as she is um, housebound. We do pray that uh, during this time uh, she is managing to keep well and safe. So, in our parish uh, today, we are praying, uh, thinking and praying for those who live in Oxford Street, Park Crescent, Park Drive, Park Gardens, Park Road, Park Street, Park View and Park Villas. May the generous spirit of God be in all those places and throughout our town and in our lives, now and always. Amen. And as our Saviour taught us, we're going to say the Lord's Prayer. And as we think of the line, give us today our daily bread. Let us um, pray that those Uh, May those who truly need it will receive this day. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And we say the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. So hope you have a lovely day, everyone, and I'll see you tomorrow.
Bye for now.